Are viral content houses a new type of cult? At first glance, the similarities are eerie. Many of these groups feature one charismatic leader, members who cater to their every whim, and a large following of devoted fans. Instead of unfolding on a commune in the middle of nowhere, these dynamics take place right in front of our eyes via endless social media streams. While this content may be entertaining on the surface, there is something much darker lurking underneath. It is kind of like a cult. But like a terrible wreck, we just can't look away. Here's our take on the real dark truths behind the internet's most viral content houses, and what recent controversies say about the ringleaders at the forefront of these groups. Here's our game today. You get one bottle flip. You miss it, you get shot. You get it, you get a thousand bucks. Despite what Jake Paul may think, the content house isn't a new concept, with the first dating back to our second life in 2012. But after the rise of Team 10 in 2016, these houses began to pop up more and more frequently, most notably the Hype House in 2019. Alright, so there's the Hype House. That's it. And as the content house began to grow, it became less restricted to a physical house. Groups of creators defined by one figure at the head, like David Dobrik's Vlog Squad or Mr. Beast's Beast Gang, erupted in size and popularity. What the two share is a central figure, someone who takes on a designated responsibility of leading a group's content creation. Mostly men, these figures are charismatic, contain a large following of their own, and pull the strings behind the scenes. And now that that plane has left poise, there's no way out for the next 50 hours. We're stuck. Known as the leader of YouTube's Vlog Squad, David Dobrik shot to fame for his hijinks-filled daily vlogs featuring his close-knit crew of friends. But a number of allegations against members of the Vlog Squad and a prank gone horribly wrong stripped Dobrik of his Golden Boy branding. There was people that were still really hurt by what I made. Dobrik's fall from grace raises significant questions about these content leaders and how their leadership can create an inherent hierarchy and even a dangerously cult-like power structure within the group. Dobrik didn't just lead the vlog squad, he controlled what pranks they did and how they were portrayed in videos. A running joke within the group was that David paid their bills, making even the most extreme asks something to consider. Ex-squad member Trisha Paytas spoke out about this dynamic, saying, They all have David's back because they're all invested in him. Whatever it takes to help David helps us make money. That's like their mantra. As the vlogs grew in popularity, the chances of gaining a following from video appearances only increased, therefore creating an incentive to be featured, no matter the cost. Members were willing to be the butt of a joke or partake in a life-threatening stunt because of the exposure it granted them. Can we shave all of you, including your head? <gasps> I really can't, David. Let's do it. Right. Come on. You can shave every part of my body. Link in description and you can shave it. David himself is rarely in the hot seat. Instead, he's known to beg his friends to be vessels for his content, with little care of the emotional nor physical effects it costs them. There's a lot that's cut out, you know, a lot of begging, a lot of, please, please, just do this, please, 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 please come on, come on. You get a car. And like a cult leader, Dobrik keeps his followers in submission through an incentivized system that ensures he stays on top. He doesn't pay me, you idiot! He's David! He doesn't give a f about anyone but himself! These hierarchies can also extend to family dynamics as well, with vloggers like Brent Rivera placing his family members in moments of discomfort to garner views. Right now, we have 100 guys here, and one of these guys could possibly be your future boyfriend. Um, okay. The power may be unspoken, but it allows creators like Rivera to sexualize his family members for clickbait and more views. Even if it's not always intentional, the figureheads of content groups inadvertently configure themselves as a main wielder of power, creating a foundation for those below them to not only kiss their feet, but boost their subscriber count.
it often takes a village to pump out content at the frequency that many content houses do. And when this process is led by a single figure with an informal structure, as opposed to a production company with checks and balances, the room for mistreatment is high and unfortunately not uncommon. The rise of Jake Paul points to the specific dangers of unchecked egos in content houses and how these leaders can quickly transform into bullies. Paul's time as the leader of infamous content house Team 10 was riddled with controversy. Can you believe that you're the number one story in the world right now? With claims of racial bullying, they're laughing at you every yeah, single day, yeah. emotional and mental abuse. Like if we filmed a video and he had to push me into a bush, Normally, you would just like nudge someone or pretend to push someone, but he would actually like shove me. And withholding business opportunities from fellow members, Paul used his power to subordinate others. When given an opportunity to apologize to the twins, Paul doubled down on his anger, instead painting them in the wrong for their mishandling of the situation. Gave them a place to stay, and then like they go and say that I bullied them, like, and was racist, like. Other examples are less extreme, but still show the problems inherent to this imbalanced power dynamic. With over 140 million subscribers, Mr. Beast, aka Jimmy Donaldson, is one of, if not the most popular creators on YouTube. Donaldson's philanthropic nature and commitment to his content initially gave him a pristine reputation in the YouTube community. But this image was altered after a 2021 New York Times article saw 11 former Mr. Beast employees report claims of a hostile work environment. Matt Turner, a former editor for Mr. Beast, had also previously taken to YouTube to express his reasons for leaving the company, hinting at Donaldson's darker off-camera personality. The person that everyone knows as a saint you know as someone who is the complete opposite. Editors for Donaldson often were uncredited for their work, and when speaking out about mistreatment, faced severe harassment from an army of diehard and mostly young Mr. Beast fans. Even when met with controversy, the cult-like leaders of these content groups are near indestructible. Despite the claims against them, Mr. Beast continues to grow in popularity, and while Jake Paul seems to have ditched Team 10 for a boxing career, he's still rolling in cash. Therefore, these figureheads can never truly collapse due to the following they've built both amongst their creative groups and fan bases. Even when they fall, it's not to their doom. Are you bankrupt yet? No, I have tons of money. On the surface, these creators seem to have it all, living in huge mansions with their friends, rapidly gaining fame and money. But are most of these creators really happy? I feel like it just gets more difficult like every day. Reality shows like Hype House and The D'Amelio Show may intend to portray the flashy lifestyle of LA influencers, but actually paint a sad picture of the intense pressures of content creation. Instead of the non-stop drama typical of these series, Hype House struggles to capture any substantial ammunition, with most time spent seeing these creators, house leader Thomas Petru in particular, struggling to even enjoy their moments of fame. I have everything I've wanted and I feel so lucky, but I feel like a kid who has all the toys in the world, but no batteries to operate them. Feelings of depression, imposter syndrome, and unfulfillment hang heavy over what Netflix intended to be a flashy binge watch. Despite providing a vessel for young viral stars to catalyze their growing fame, content houses often leave creators feeling lonely and uninspired. 20-year-old millionaire who, who, who's depressed, what do you have to be depressed about? And that's what I struggle with. I feel like I'm not allowed to be depressed. The reality is, social media fame often has a harsh impact on the teenagers thrown into these situations. Hulu's The D'Amelio Show captures both Charlie and Dixie having breakdowns about the various pressures they feel and the hate they receive. Everyone just picks apart every single thing I say and do in the way I look. 
Social media has brought the common viewer into the inner circle of fame, shattering the illusion of the perfect lifestyle. And while these creators certainly exist in a position of privilege, further insight into the true reality of their lives show us that oftentimes they're kind of miserable. I used to have like 10 to 15 huge panic attacks a day. Like that's how bad it was. The modern content house may be like that of a hedonistic cult, but that doesn't mean its members are experiencing pure bliss. Often to the chagrin of their leaders, lower-tier creators are left burnt out and unmotivated, struggling under the intense pressure to perform. Even when I would like film with people afterwards, I would come home so drained. In the end, the line between friendship and coworker are blurred so drastically that it's near impossible to know what smiles are genuine and which are faked for the money. That's The Take. Click here to watch a video we think you'll love or here to check out a whole playlist of awesome content. Don't forget to subscribe and turn on notifications.